What is going on, sports fans? I'm going to raise the mic a little for you guys. Sit with good posture. Happy, happy Monday. Holy smokes. Chats starting off. The week is starting off. Hope everyone had a good weekend. Hope you had a good week. We missed you last week. We were on the road. Uh, The road was calling, therefore we must go. Sorry I missed you, Bakers. We were hoping to get some stuff out there. The road was calling, and we had to take care of it. Um, Normal dog, Maxwell Hudson, Rusty Rages, Classy Carlos, everyone live in the chat, everyone listening. Let's get this spread this week. BBD, how you doing, my my good man? Jake, I'm doing well. Kanye's album came out yesterday, so that was big for me. I think it's going away again, according to Zach. Really? Yeah, yeah, because he's crazy. Is it Donda? Donda, yeah. Donda. Yeah. Donda. Did I just expose myself by saying Donda? A little bit. I think so. I want to listen to the good songs on it. It's two hours. Which right. Is, is like previous several albums have been 35 minutes. So like I appreciate the contrast there. Appreciate we're back the to, length. We're back to neutral. Uh, we we like to follow them in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I just want, you know, I I like Kanye's tunes. I'm sure there's two songs on there that I would be like, whoa, flames. But I need those sorted. I've identified like three favorites that I've. What do you mean he's trying to get rid of it? Does he know the internet doesn't work like that? So he did a bunch of like release parties and stuff. So people have been listening to those back, and they got those onto Spotify. But they he obviously like worked on them more, and like it came out. But he. He put out an Instagram saying Universal released it without his consent, which like is a lie, because mm. like right no, I think he needed like one more signature on something, so that's how they. Uh, Zach told me it went off Apple Music this morning, so I'm just mad. Other Love than that, that, good Sunday. Love that. Um, and that is the sports. BBD, is there a game of the night? I mean, the the story of the night, and I guess I can tie it into this. So this will be a a fake game of the night, which we've been doing for our game of the night segment a little bit. Let's head to Queens, where the New York Metropolitans uh, needed, well, they needed to sweep this series, but they definitely needed to win this series against the Washington Nationals coming out of their schedule and baseball tailspin. They play the Nats, BBD. McGill on the bump for them. He's been good, I think. Uh, his numbers are coming back to earth a little bit, but rookie pitcher Trevor McGill. Tyler. Jeez. Isn't it uh, It's Monday. 
Doesn't he have How a brother? It, oh, I was. I oh. think he does. The spelling of Tyler. T y l o r. Yeah. Mm. Six seven two thirty hunting in Beach, California. Good for you, Tyler McGill. Uh, BBD against Eric Fettywap. Lindor scores on a balk. Okay, so we had at least two balk scoring runs this weekend. Baseball hot in the streets. Josh Bell puts the Nats up two to one. Baez homers. Might hear more about him in a little bit. Pete Alonso RBI single. Soto homer. This is a fun game. A lot of stars doing stuff. Dom Smith, VR. Josh Bell again. How's his year looking? Josh Bell again. Uh, BBD, Mets run away with this one. They win 9-4. McGill, Loop, Castro, Familia, and Heath Embry in for the final inning on this one. BBD, this is the game of the night, but it's not the story of the night. But it is... The story of the night. And it's brought to you by DraftKings. Uh, the NFL is back. By the way, how's that do it for you? A week from Thursday, right? I think so. Let's check that out. It's this coming. is a sports show. Because I think you're pre-season's right. Preseason's officially over, over. Right. I think there's a week between, which I think would be this weekend, no games, and the next one. They always do that? I think it's Feels new because like they have the 17-game season. I always thought the last spring training game was like a week before the season, so I heard everyone say that. Because, yeah, there's the one... 17-game season, they dropped down to three preseason games, and I think added a, a, a buy for everybody right before. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has a must-do. Like, if you've been waiting, again, look, if this isn't the offer you're looking for, then I just don't know... If you bet $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season, $1, one American dollar, but 0.7 euros, don't know, that's probably wrong, not a math pod, you get $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what, you could lose your $1 bet, that could be gone, you're still net $199, doll hairs, uh, and this is only at DraftKings, guys. Uh, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Check out all of their great promotions and daily odds boosts. Uh, some same-game same parlays. You know, Poppy's been getting a little more into the space. Dad's ready to gamble. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code JOMBOY to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Love that. Huge. Love that. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and Indiana. And Indiana one eight hundred nine with it. We drove I, through Indiana. I see. We did drive through Indiana and PA. Uh, I see some rumors in the chat of Awake and Jake Fantasy League. Um, I will not participate. Maybe you can rope BBD in. Oh, I can um, be roped. So yeah, maybe reach out to BBD. He'll do it, and we'll give we'll give away some merch to the winner. Done. Problem solved. Yeah. The uh, the first game on the NFL slate. Regular season is Thursday the 9th, so a week from this Thursday. We'll Dallas be here quick, Tampa. huh? Like it's exciting. days from now? Yeah. How about it? Man, wow. almost September, PBD. Wow. Yeah, when it hit me, 
Let me that we, when we got back, it's like, oh, we are confirmed late August now. Well, and you know God. what? August has actually been, like, cool. Yeah, it's been as as tepid like, in August as we can get. a couple hot weeks, but that was it. Like, Today's everywhere on our road trip was hot. It's August. August is supposed to be, like, the dreadful, humid month. BBD, we've talked weather. We're going to talk more football. I think I'm going to... Me and BBD were talking before the show. Think might hit up Rose and Bobby and do a full NFL preview like the week before. So this Thursday. We'll see. We'll see what everyone's schedule looks like. Um, And I kind of like giving it a week to breathe. I think that's a little more fun. Because if you drop it Thursday morning, I guess you're only missing one game next week. Mm. But we also have a Thursday this week. That's for us to figure out. BBD, let's talk about the Mets, which every sports program across the great United States is doing. And I don't think it's why Mets fans want to be discussed. Um, A season that, for what, three months, four months? April, May, June, July. For four months was a really fun Mets season. They were on top of the NL East. The Braves seemed like a mess. The Phillies seemed like a mess. Marlins didn't have it. Nats seemed like a mess. Man, oh man, the Mets season has fallen apart quickly to the point that Javi Baez and Lindor, a couple other guys, have decided to boo the fans. <laughs> Which, uh, every time I think about it, it's as ridiculous as it gets. It's as metsy as it getsy. Um, there's a lot of overlapping layers to this that I want to peel back with you guys. And I might be taking back some statements as we discuss this. Um, can you boo the fans? Yes and no. You can't let the fans know. Like, their move would have been doing the thumbs down, keeping it a secret. Just saying it's a locker room yeah. inside joke. Just like, you'd say something like... <clears throat> it's, every- like it's like when the Yankees did the force thing and never told us what it meant. Right. Uh, you, do, you do thumbs down and you say something like, well, everyone's doubting us. Like, thumbs down, our season's yeah. over. So They've lied about stuff before this year. They've lied about a ton this far. Hitting coach. Rodents. A lot of stuff. Uh, so, with that, what they wanted to do, I think you can do. You can't tell people that. Because the fans make all of this happen. They do... End up paying your salary and stuff by watching your games and buying jerseys and all of that. So you have to understand you can't do that. But you could, there is a way to backhand send a message to the fans and know within your team. Everyone's down us, thumbs down, let's go. They didn't do that. The Mets organization. I can't believe the press... Release was out there I get what they're trying to do They're trying to cover face 
for their fans that buy tickets and jerseys and drinks and all of it so that they can pay the players and do all of that. How they didn't backtrack this through the locker room and say, like, you know what, guys, I love it. You're rallying around something. It's you guys against the world right now. Everyone thinks your season's falling apart. Let's go fight. Awesome. But you got to know, you can't boo our fans (laughs) while you play. You just can't do that. Can't, like, outwardly... Shit talk <laughs> the fans. That's how a this whole. works. That's not how this There's works. There's like just one dude that you're trying to, that you got like an issue with. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. A little different. So couldn't believe that was forward facing. And then Cohen takes to the Twitter streets and again tries to. He's got like an 80s comedy shtick on the internet now where he's like, okay, I miss when our biggest problem was the black jerseys. What? (laughs) That's not what we want to hear. So, wild. I mean, absolutely wild. And I think the other thing attached to it is just the Mets, man. How? How is it always them? How is it always them? This couldn't have happened to another team once. Booing the fans? You can't do that. The rat raccoon thing. The fake hitting coach. If I had laid all of these out on the table, what other ridiculous stuff happened this year? I guess that's the Mariners Town Hall meeting, the Rotary mm. Club. That might, that's probably the Metsiest thing to ever not happen to the Mets. That right. Like if you laid all of these down before the season and you got to pick. Whether it was test style and you were trying to get as many right, or if you're just trying to play the odds and clip a few, you'd go Mets for every one of them. <clears throat> and I mean, what was it before was it this off season that they hired and fired the GM, Porter and stuff? Mm-hmm. Porter is That this was this off-season. year. That was this calendar this, year. This ownership group. Like since that transition. I don't know, man. I uh a lot of the people in here are John Boy Media diehards and we appreciate you always. Um, if you might know, we just brought on Jolly Olive and Jerry Blevins to do Shea Station, a Mets pod. Uh, semi-tough timing for them. Also, it's good timing to get your thoughts out there because there's a lot to be given. Uh, the the one coming today. The one thing that Jerry Blevins tweeted that I do very much agree with and got got proper love on the internet. Levin tweeted out, many are calling Baez soft, but I think it's the opposite. It takes huge home run-sized balls to do and say this. Many won't like it, including myself, but it's genuine to him and I respect it. Not what I want to hear, in my humble opinion. It's an unnecessary distraction. He's right. For Javi Baez to step up to the microphone with the press... And say we're booing the fans because you booed us? Holy crap. 
I mean, I I think there's a line between big balls and just making the wrong decision. But holy <clears throat> smokes, that was Javi Baez going for it. And uh, I always, I mean, you say a lot of stuff when it comes to the Mets. And I mean, if their baseball play didn't make them dead in the water, then this does it. But Pete Alonso talking. And then Pete's kind of backed it up. The rest of the team kind of kind of let it down a little bit. I mean, Javi Baez, A, entering free agency this offseason, and a lot of people are talking about that, kind of unfairly, because, mm. like, other guys on the Mets agreed to this. He just said it. Yeah, like, Lindor did it, too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and by the way, Most like... notably, Lindor did. Javi Baez I just I don't know if there will be a more scrutinized Month in baseball ever And it's the month before He hits free agency So I'll say this I'm rooting for Javi Baez I hope he goes nuts and he's I, <laughs> Does he start thumbs up in it Does he do something else I don't know But Javi Baez just gave himself the gauntlet Cause could you imagine if he has a bad week? He's lucky he just homered last night, and that's what's kind of started everything. So that's some of the layers going on in Metsland right now. I mean, baseball wise, they still they don't matter as of right now. Um, they are sixty three and sixty seven. 63 and 67 um, I will give <clears throat> Javi a half point Just hey, since he's come back His numbers are, are good, in the, good In the week he's been back from, uh, from everything I forget what exactly he had A bunch of guys went down They Phillies won three straight Against my snakes Braves are playing a good brand of baseball I mean I said it on Talking Baseball last week, and I think we're going to talk about it again. Um, the Mets need to reel off 10 wins before we can even really talk about them again. And they've got a schedule that can do it, but they needed to... Like, that's the Mets part that's getting overlooked. And I saw Jolly, and this this is a classic Mets tweet. Like, we should be talking about the win tonight, and we're not. And they won a series. You also had to sweep this series, and they lost the first game in just such Mets fashion. They lost a 2-1 game to the Nationals, who everyone has been killing. And you put up one run against Espino, Machado, Clay, McGowan, and Finnegan. One, two, three, four, five. I don't know if I could get two out of five of those guys' first names. In a game that you, like, had to win. So, I know, you know, Jolly was tweeting, you know, the Mets thing. Like, oh, I wish we were talking about the baseball. If you want to talk about the baseball, sweet, you won the series against the Nets. You had to sweep. You had to sweep. By winning two out of three against the Nets, you got a C-minus. And then, 
hey, here's your booster. Your players hate your fans. Your fans hate your players. Let's roll it out there. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see. Will the Mets have one last fight? They've got the Marlins, Nats, and Marlins again. Both those teams are heading downhill, but the Mets would have to get crazy hot, and you just can't believe that until you see it. Man, oh man, they are off day today, home versus Miami, and that's that's must-watch, huh? Yep. My God. How? 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 BBD, any, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody, just given everything... I don't think anybody handled this great, you know. Mm. Mets, they issued their statement, which nothing like specifically was bad about it. Just but like they issued a statement on on Medium. Yeah, you could just make a graphic or something. Yeah, pretty easy. We we did it when we put the Instagram posts on talking baseball of the yeah. statement. Like Mets, you could have done that. Just the, just even like just the little shit they couldn't get right. Yeah. And I don't like it to be a shitting on the Mets session because that's like kind of lame. Sure. But like we, like, I like the Knicks. I get it. Knowing when everyone like piles on. But like, I don't know. They're good. It, it's as Mets as it gets. It just really is, man. It just really is. And there's, you know, I, I think the other part that jumps out to me, and hey, I don't know if people think this is facetious or not. I hope the Mets, like, get hot in this streak where they play bad teams and they can get to 500 or above 500 just to make them a part of the baseball conversation the rest of the way. But, man, let's say they don't. They're playing a really easy schedule and then the schedule gets hard again. Where does this season land... And man, there are a lot of personalities on this team. Lindor, Mr. Smile, big personality, big paycheck now. Pete Alonso, the polar bear, very much himself, but like views himself as kind of the team leader. Javi Baez, mixing it up. Uh, Jeff McNeil got into a fight with Lindor earlier this year. We covered that up. Um, Pilar was in the mix of all this Strowman, Taiwan Walker, our guy Rich Hill, the veteran Like, Trevor May is always mixing it up with the people Chris Rose rotation at Literally our guy Literally our guy Um, Syndergaard was supposed to rehab He, I think he had a COVID setback I don't know positive yesterday If... If the Mets don't get back up to 500 in this easy schedule period for them, Miami, Washington for five. Guys, Washington is so bad right now. Back at Miami. They face the Yankees September 11th weekend. They host them. Um, Man, Mets fans, you better hope your team is above 500 then. 
And you better hope you beat the Yankees Because I think the back pages could be louder Than they've like ever been on the Mets um, So A little Mets talk to start the day I think they're the sports radio topic around the world We're probably gonna We'll probably be opening up With some Mets talk on talking baseball Coming up in about an hour or so Man Los Mets Let's look at a little bit of standings to catch you up uh, Before we get to talking baseball Because I'll be honest I mean College football did kick off this weekend We can talk about that a little bit My Huskies Fresno State 45-0 That kind of had a soft launch over the weekend NFL like we talked about I mean the news there was kind of What's his name towards ACL? Dobbins mm, for the Ravens. Sucks. Sucks. I think he's the only like big preseason injury. Is there anyone else? C- I mean it's certainly the biggest. There's definitely other small ones, but for like the last yeah. preseason game, I think JK Dobbins tearing his ACL was the big one. The big the big loss. I'm sure there's guys on like the defensive end, but Sure. Fantasy football. Always. The Rays. BBD, did you know the Rays are on a seven-game win streak? Hmm. Nine and one in their last ten. Eighty-two and forty-eight. Uh, the second-best record in baseball to the Giants. The Rays, man, I it's unreal. It's unreal. Their run differential is one sixty-three. That is the best in the American League and the second best to the Dodgers. It's unreal what they've done with that franchise I do think there are parts of it that are dangerous for the sport And it feels like with just a few tweaks it doesn't have to be Yeah If they could just re-sign a couple guys It's like always have like one guy that's like there So we'll see, I mean that'll become a whole CBA off-season pod Which I think we'll have a lot of time for And the Ray stuff, it's like, it's kind of cool when like if they're the only team doing it, but we know a lot of teams want to do what they're right. doing. So the, it's only if they were the one team doing it this way. It's like you know the Rays do their thing, yeah. Which it, right now mostly is, but we know specifically the Yankees would love to do what the Rays are doing. Yeah, but no, I mean the Yankees won thirteen straight. And in that time period, now with the two losses following, have they lost ground on the Rays? I think so. I think it's six games. I think it was five. Six games right now. I think it was five during the 13-game win streak, and now it's back up to six. So that's getting a little funny with the numbers. I think it had gotten It's the low water mark might have been four, four and a half. For a while, it was like the line was they've been on this run, they've gained one or two games. So BBD, I've got one for you And this is always a I normally dislike When people ask this On the Twitter streets The Red Sox and Rays are playing four games Who are you genuinely rooting for? I'm rooting for the split If you want me to pick a team to win So if you got to lay out this four game series You would just go Hard split yeah, down Certainly down. nobody Certainly just nobody sweep I guess Yeah 
If it is, it's Boston, right? Or no, then the Rays can almost not kill Boston, but you can you bring the A's set them back. You bring the A's back into play. Let's be honest, all baseball fans are currently very locked into the Yankees and Red Sox having a one game wild card. Yes, and that would be kind of my nightmare. There's there's always the element of careful what you wish for, but. At this point, if the Yankees are in a one-game wild card, I'd much rather face Oakland than Boston. Oakland just half embarrassed the Yankees for two games. And They're all good teams. BBD, so it, the it leaves baseball because I know, you know, Boston has not been the team that they were to start the season. But a one-game playoff against the Boston Red Sox. Mm. And, and Red Sox fans, I'd, I'd like to think you guys could be just as honest about this. That's a nightmare. It's not a one-game sport. And so, whether it's the the Red Sox facing Cole and the Yankees porch a couple and it's 5 nothing, and there goes your season, or if it's the other way around, if Chris Sale drops it for six innings, they go to a different guy in the bullpen who gets it done, and they find the porch twice and it's 3-1 to one, and the Yankees season ends, that's, that's unfair both ways. So let's put the knives down on both sides there. Either pitcher could just shut them down. It's one baseball game. It's one baseball game. It's, it's near impossible. So, and it looks like it's adding up for that. So, I don't know, I, man. I would assume that's the, like, betting favorite conclusion of this. But I mean. I guess Boston's really been sliding. So but, T- Tampa has four with Boston, three with Minnesota, three with Boston. So I guess here's what it is. Boston, you've got seven games versus Tampa. Do I want them to go nuts? Kind of. I See, I might be the opposite of you. I might be sweep either way. Like, yeah. let either let Tampa go... And it's over And they've won the East Or reel everybody in And let's get nuts Yeah I don't uh, know Yeah I can be talking. It's it's really just like I'll play it as it lies I'll figure it out With with any solution If you're telling me pick a team To just you're telling me just pick a result. I guess I I wouldn't mind if Tampa just buries Boston a bit. Yeah, because I just don't see the Yankees catching Tampa. Because I the Yankees just played the best stretch they're gonna play. And and I guess that's what it is. Like if if I go to the wild card standings right now, um, if the Rays were to sweep Boston four games, which is tough for any team to do. You bring Oakland fully back into the conversation for the wild card. Um, and if the Yankees could win two or three games in that stretch, you're back up to a four-game lead or so in the wild card. Then as a Yankee fan, you say, all right, we're going to have home field for the wild card, and we're either going to be playing Boston and Sale or whoever, or Oakland and Manaya. Is Bassett done for the year after the face thing? I think so. He has quotes saying he he feels pretty good and he thinks he can come back. But he, I mean, the player's always going to say that. I mean, let's be honest. If Oakland is coming to Yankee Stadium for a one-game playoff, 
Yankee fans are feeling pretty good. Yeah, that has to be... If you're a Yankee fan, that has to be the solution you ultimately want. But you'd have to feel better about that than Boston. Just the way Boston's largely manhandled the Yankees this year. And by the way, I mean, maybe it is... We'll see what happens in this series. But, I mean, if this if this was Wake and Jake Red Sox edition, they're two games back of the Yankees. They're like, still they're, in the They're spot. very much trying to get that game in Fenway. And they're hoping Oakland catches the Yankees. <laughs> so, uh, the AL wild card is there. It's a good race. It's a pretty good race. Little over a month left. Little over a month left. Interested to see... Who gets hot, who stays hot um, Right now it has This is ESPN's percentage They have the Red Sox as 83.3% In the playoffs Yankees as 95.1 Oakland is only 14.4 um, So How about that uh, Chicago White Sox at 100% Rays at 99.7 uh, So when you When you read a number like that It almost makes you go Rays like think remembering how bad this Yankee season was. Like if the Red Sox jump them in the wild card at some point coming up, like that's back to if it becomes a road playoff game, and and now you're more concerned about get just getting into the game. Yes, and like if Oakland's still there, you're a bad series away from being out of the playoffs again. So I think, yeah, I'm not ready to full concede to the Rays, but I guess if I had to pick this series beforehand. What what would I have the easiest time swallowing? I think it's that. Rays being up on the Sox. Man, the Um, Rays. What a ridiculous team. The baseball reference playoff odds has Mm. Rays 99.9 for postseason, 94 for the division. The Yankees are basically all of the rest of the odds. That's nice. Which makes sense because they're in second. But, uh, I mean. Let's see. Around the horn for the Rays. Zanino, pretty good catcher, what he's doing this year. The numbers look pretty funky, but whatever. Mm. He's good. First base, you're going Yandy. G-Man's on the IL. That is what it is. Brandon Lau, pretty good MLB second baseman. Yeah, I think he's like firmly having a good year again. Wander Franco... Is starting to get going And that boy could be a problem at shortstop We'll see where he lands for this year Joey Wendell As solid as it gets Lead the Rays in war Three and a half Randy Rosarena The best ever OPS back into the eights That's good for him Kiermeyer is Kiermeyer. Manny Margot Is kind of Manny Margot Austin Meadows is solid 120 OPS plus Brett Phillips in for defense at the end of games. He's actually having a solid hitting year. Yeah. Good for him. And uh, Nelson Nelson Cruz is there. Yeah, Nelson Cruz hasn't fully taken off for them yet, huh? Guess not. He's had a few, like, big series and games, I think. But, yeah, his numbers. By OPS Plus, it's his, like, worst segment of a season in a long time. Less than 30 games The question with them is always going to be How do they do it in the playoffs As a lot As MLB history is filled with teams having Good starting pitching performances Right now McClanahan looks like their best bet The young lefty 
100 innings pitched, 117 strikeouts. The Rays, the playoffs are a tomorrow problem for them, and they're going to make them again and do whatever they want. Uh, what else sweeping around the horn? White Sox running away with it. Cleveland's back to 500. Nobody cares. Yanks and Oakland had a fun set this weekend. They split. Uh, Yanks won the first two. Oakland wins the next two. They needed that to kind of keep their season intact. A little bit of a bummer for the Yanks, but they didn't really hit at all in either of those games. So it's whatever. Mariners half lurking, but not really. Braves four and a half up on the Phillies, seven and a half up on the Mets. Brewers still eight and a half up in the Central. Giants two and a half up on the Dodgers. Are they going to hold them off all year? <laughs> the, the Dodgers, uh, man. Dodgers in the wild card. They're eleven and a half games up on Cincy for the top spot. It just feels like. The Dodgers and Giants feel like you're watching the Boston Marathon or something. And the favorite coming into the marathon is running second place to some some guy who's just a local runner in his first marathon that you're like, yeah, it looks like he looks great. But... Hank from accounting's never run a full marathon before. But he's on mile 22 and he looks electric. So I don't know. I it just and Giants fans this must disgust you to hear this and I'm sorry, but it just feels like the Dodgers are going to clip them like last week of the season and Giants will be in the one game wild card. Either way they'd be home and they've got stud pitching that they can rest on. I hope they prove me wrong. I really do, but that it's been like the, Dodgers, the narrative dude. around them all year. I'm sure they're sick of it. But Padres game and a half back of the Reds. Man, the St. Louis Cardinals are three and a half out of the wild card. I think the Phillies are four. I know they're John Boy's Reds, and they're the Reds are a fan of John Boy Media. If they start slipping up a little bit, the NL wild card becomes actual chaos. Yeah. If the Padres kind of just keep doing what they're doing, which isn't great stuff, Reds slip a little, Cardinals and or Phillies step up. Cardinals split with the Pirates. You can't do that. Sasuga hey, walk off. Yeah. More, maybe That's more pretty, on him later. pretty crushing. Um, St. Louis, three at Cincinnati. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's an opportunity. Lester, Michaelis, and Hap. Hap's been good. Versus Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Wade Miley. So the Reds are going for a death punch on the Cardinals, who have been waiting for it, but they've also survived a little bit. Give me some. They've been able to just not fall apart. Give me some hap game logs. Like have you have you seen his numbers since going over? Five innings one earn or five innings two earned, six one, five point two zero, six two, five point two two. Yep. Love me some happer. Peru, Illinois. Went there once. Um, do you guys want to hear more about that? No? 
Let's see, BBD, anything else from the standings? Not really. Covered it. And talking baseball coming up in a little bit. Think we're ready to move on, BBD? I think so. I think so. BBD, we'll move on to the comment of the day. Bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algo. Bake the algo. Bake, bake the algo. Oh, what's that mean? What does that mean? That means leave a comment. Uh, you can be highlighted here. Hit the like button. Share it. Tell a friend. BBD, the last wake and Jake, do you know what it was? The last episode, emergency Yankee playoff. Yankees episode. are in the playoffs. How how differently things have turned. Um, Jake Hawes, another Jake, I'll give him a shout-out. Emergency wake and Jake on my birthday. Bless up, Bakers. Love that. Bless up, Bakers. Really good term. Um, let's see. Jose Urania, which I don't know if it's really the pitcher, uh, says, we want Tampa Bay. The White Sox and the Astros gave the old 2021 Yankees a run, but there's only one team the Yanks haven't been able to put away. Um, that's interesting because I think you're talking about two different things there. Um I mean, the Yankees, last year they went deciding game five with the Rays, right? I mean, that was the Cole game, mm-hmm. Meadows clips them, and then Brasso clips Chapman. Like, you know, the Yankees could have easily won that series. And the Rays, man, the Rays I, I'm honestly in a mental tiff with because I very much get John Boy's point. Like, they haven't. The formula hasn't been proven to win a World Series. But they also went six games toe-to-toe with the Dodgers, who that Dodgers team hadn't won a World Series until last year and was respected as one of the more talented teams out there. I've, I've said this on here before. So, I don't know. I mean, in a playoff set, I just think when you look at the White Strohs, the White Strohs, that's if you combine the White Sox and the Astros. You put the Astros and White Sox on paper and you say, what, what is their best punch come the playoffs? They're scarier than the Rays. They are. Um, I do think, and I've said this from the start of the season, that the Rays lineup is more than it's been in past years. I just kind of ran through it. I think they've had a lot more holes over previous seasons. Um, and they just view innings as innings, so they'll throw relievers over and over. They'll throw whoever's hot and just let them ride. I don't know, um, but there's just no there's no doubting it. I mean, if if the White Sox or Houston plays an A series, it's better than the Rays. The problem is the Rays are always going to land at a B plus. Whether their hitting does good and their pitching has ups and downs, whether their pitching is lights out and their hitting, you know, is only moments, the Rays raise. You know, it's a bunch of people saying it in the chat right now. Um, but man, what a bizarre franchise that's probably going to change the sport a lot. Uh, so, hey, guys, thank you for your comments. Appreciate it. Bake the algo, leave a comment. Leave a review. BBD, it sounded like you had a bro of the night waiting before. Uh, Yeah. I stumbled into it. I forgot that I was thinking about him. I didn't mm. have a plan coming in. But I'm giving it to, to Sitsugo. Mm. Your guy, unless you falling out is real. No, I think we're good. 
I, I like me some Susugo. Still in. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, just his number since going to the Pirates, man. Tearing the cover off the ball. The 268 OPS plus. It's a 1.4 OPS in 13 games since going over. Five homers. Mm. Got 13 in his career. Five of them are in the last two weeks here. And they hit the walk-off yesterday. Man, I can't even imagine. Yoshi Susugo. He's By the way, Pirates fire their head coach today. Got him. Yoshi Susugo is 29 years old. He came over to the States for last season. So imagine that. What just pure chaos must that be? He's on the Rays. He shows up in 51 games, which is pretty nuts in a 60-game season. And he had 100 OPS+, plus, which... Not great, league average, but your first it's year fine. in 50 games ad- Adjusting to the league This year, he was atrocious with the Rays They released him He went to the Dodgers, he was bad there Now he's hitting with the Pirates So, hey One of the perks of being a bad team Is that you can give guys a shot Maybe Susugo's one of them Maybe he finds his groove in Pittsburgh And he can turn that into into a role or something Five homers in 13 games? Holy Toledo's. Yep. A couple doubles mixed in and a triple. So he's got nine total hits. All of them extra base hits. One single. One single. Mm. Five plus one plus two. Math guy. BBD, I've got one that I'm kind of excited for because I saw it on the bottom line and I was shocked. Not going golf, by the way. Patrick Cantlay. Um, okay, so he half gets it. He outdueled DeChambeau, which everyone was rooting for. Or can't lay because he's not DeChambeau. Um, BBD, there's a guy having a breakout season who's a former first-round pick who I thought it was a fun, this guy's playing good, and now he's having a really good year. Patrick Wisdom on the Cubs. You know how many homers he has this year? He's like around 25, right? 25 on the nose, BBD. 29 for his career. He has 25 homers in 83 games. That's real. 899 OPS. Um, hey, man, if he's getting his shot now, and who knows what happens? Who knows how baseball stories work? He's 30 years old. He turned it on August 27th, so his birthday was the other day. Happy belated Happy birthday. birthday. You get a bro of the night. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it would be one of those things like you open it up and you're like, yeah, you know, he's played half a season and his OPS is... 830 and he's got You know Pops 14 home runs And you prorated over the season And it's a really nice year He's having a really nice year Without prorating stuff mm. 25 homers in 83 games He's got an 899 OPS He's got another month of baseball left That's going to take him to 100 games Like He should hit 30 homers this year Guy had 4 coming into the season And they were all in 2018 Like, Cubs fans maybe reach out, and the Cubs were really nice to us, which was cool. Um, Like, is there more to the Patrick Wisdom story? Did he just find his power stroke? Did it click? Was last year a weird year, so he didn't really get... mechanical thing. Did he not get an opportunity he was supposed to? Like I said, I mean, dude was a big-time pick, and it looks like... Man, it looks like since 2016, my dude has been hitting. I mean, a lot of it's at the minor league level, but... I mean, in AAA, he's got 
an 808 OPS career. 427 games, which is a lot. Five seasons. Uh, but shout out to him, man. That's that's gotta feel really good and hope uh I hope it's real. Hope Cubs fans can be excited about Patrick Wisdom. Coach Ballgame thinks he looks like Trevor Plouffe. So that's my bro of the night. Uh certain angles. Certain angles. Babers, let's wrap it up. It was good to be back. I'm you know, Jake. Patrick Wisdom's full name? I saw there was a bunch of hyphens, so I won't steal that. Uh the middle name is Ian Cashel. Ian Cashel. I've, I remember I've we did the Cashel thing. I thought, I thought we had the conversation dog. at some point. Joms, Joms Probably when, when Coach said he looked like Ploof. Yes. I'm guessing that's when we did it. Um, I have to use the bathroom pretty badly, so I'm going to do that. Check out everything on the John Boy Media Network. Chris Rose rotation is Andrew Chafin, who just closed out a game against the New York Yankees. Don't like that. Uh, JJTV coming out soon, I believe. I think we just... You're going to want to check it out. That's all I'll say. I'm not, I think it's the right one. Either way, Pinstripe Strong, Talking Yanks, Talking Baseball coming up, Talking Giants still going every day. I think they're into the big boys. I think they're Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley. Um, mansplain. Go everything on the network. John Boy Media. Check it out. Click on some breakdowns. They're good. Click all over it. Just click everything. Don't stop clicking. Subscribe, maybe. Subscribe.